0: Hello from sunny Portugal. I'm here for a couple of weeks and then afterwards I'm on to Dubai and India. And then last but not least, back in beautiful Singapore. Yes, it may be a summer break for many of us, but we're still committed to doing those daily videos that will help everyone understand the sometimes complex world of cross-border transactions as we and our team of tax advisors seek to demystify That's sometimes confusing. Well, my name is Darren Joseph. Please visit uh, HG.tax. We have over 1,000 videos, over 2,000 articles on completely free of charge on cross-border tax issues. Today, I wanted to talk about the Financial Action Task Force and Dubai. Well, by extension, the wider UAE, but Dubai is the most popular jurisdiction or the most popular eric, emirate within the UAE. So anyway, what is the, F- the FATF or the Financial Action Task Force? So the FATF, the Financial Action Task Force, really focuses, it's known for focusing on, on money laundering. So internationally, it's known as the FATF or the GAFI. So GAFI comes from its French name. It's headquartered in Paris, in, in France. So naturally, the other name is French, so Group d'Action Financière. Uh, G, G, A, F, I, so it's an intergovernmental organization. It was formed in 1989 by the G7s so and G7 group of basically the wealthy countries, uh, came together to, you know, to combine pool their efforts to deal with money laundering efforts. And as a result of that came this intergovernmental organization. So it's kind of like consider it like a United Nations or, or uh, OECD or, you know, one of those big talk shops. But this one has you know, reasonable power, given its bully pulpit. Anyway, so the objective of the FATF is to set standards and to promote the effective implementation of legal, regulatory, and operational measures for combating money laundering, terrorist financing, and other related threats to the integrity of the international financial system. So it's a policy-making body. So it creates policy. It doesn't make laws that are legally bound by any particular jurisdiction. It just creates policies, and it's up to the... Other jurisdictions to take that policy and interpret it and, uh, enhance or change their own domestic regulatory framework according. So it just, it just has moral suasion for, for the ones who have better word. Anyway, most popularly, it kind of really came onto the radar in, in the year 2000 when the, the FATF started publishing a so-called blacklist and a gray list. So the blacklist would be the jurisdictions that are really being they they deemed to be non-compliant. I guess it's kind of like a naughty list, and uh, the gray list will be, hey guys, you're in danger of becoming on the blacklist. So, like transitions, like a real warning shot. So it it is helpful in that it kind of means that if you're on that blacklist, financial institutions, you know the big international financial institutions may shy away from dealing with institutions in that particular jurisdiction as well as companies themselves may shy away with dealing with entities incorporated in one of those blacklisted jurisdictions so it does put pressure on governments as a result to you know get their act together look at the the points and see how they can shift from being non-compliant to compliant. so what is this What does the uae come into the uae unfortunately has been on the blacklist before it came off the blacklist when it, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it does, to be fair, it does pay attention and it does try to address the, the issues that have been pointed out. So they, did, they did come off the blacklist. Then I think in 2022, they were put back onto the gray list. Uh, so yeah, March 2022, the UAE was placed onto the gray list. Uh, so it means that, you know, it's not that it's non-compliant overall, but, you know, there's some issues to, to look at. So what they, the FATF did is they put together a list of 40 recommendations on uh, basically, again, focusing on anti-money laundering and terrorist financing. So AML and CFT, Council of Terrorism financing. So the, the UAE should be making concrete steps to deal with it. So on the 6th of July this year, 2023, the FETF went back into UAE, had a look, and they said, you know what, guys, you guys are doing really good. We give you a list of 40 recommendations. You are now fully compliant on 15 of those 40, and you're largely compliant to the further 24. So you're definitely making steady steps on, on the road to compliance. So, you know, well done. Keep looking at it. I think they're going to be looking at the the due to, you know, uh conduct another assessment in April May next year 2024 but what does this mean to you guys bear in mind that a quite a number of uh jurisdictions particularly European would be guided by this gray list so when incorporating a company in the UAE bear in mind that if you you're trying to conduct interbank transactions with banks in certain you know Western countries there may be issues there may be increased level of vigilance and due diligence because it's come from a so-called gray listed jurisdiction or straight up some countries are saying like you know uh for example i think like spain and portugal they have it on their list of tax havens or they, or they have their own blacklist and it's going to be on their blacklist uh, you know as a result for for whatever reason so some you know you, you'll have problems dealing with some jurisdictions um that could be a problem. You may not be able to get access to certain payment platforms. You may not be able to get access to certain payment gateways. So, you know, it's just something to, to, to keep in mind when you're banking in the UE. We typically tell clients, yes, definitely it's a place to go. It's a place to incorporate your entities, but you want to get your banking done elsewhere. So you want to look at corporate structures, which enable you to legally access banking in other jurisdictions. And, and, you know, just as a store of wealth. It I you know I when you look at it, just stepping back, forgetting grey list, black FATF, just look at the list of the strongest banks in the world, however measured, and there are many ways of measuring it. Chances are you're not going to see any of the UAE banks on, on you know ranking well on that list. And just keep that in mind is not that there's anything wrong with them, but they're not among the best of the best. So you want to hedge your position and definitely store your wealth somewhere else, as opposed to being overly exposed, overly dependent on UAE. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.